Morning Boys. Give me a second. Not enough light in this room. It's too dark. It's a little better. It's a little better. Uh, how we doing today, lovelies? Was popping. How we doing? Ahahahaha. to see the stream hold on before i even start uh let's see how we're looking here this me you never hear a reply still i think we're good i think we're good lovelies uh i'm gonna just kick this live let's do it all right how we doing ladies and gentlemen another great episode of cross circle we got plenty of uh talk topics for i almost said talk talk picks whatever the hell topics for y'all we got plenty to go around, you know. But uh, it's about to be crazy. About to be crazy here in this. Uh, let me just share the link. You already know Please. what we got to do the first few moments uh, of the stream. You already know. <laughs> Oh my god, I'm so hungry. Oh, I need to get the creamer for my coffee. Oh shit. Boys, I'm so far behind. Boys, it's been a doozy. It's been an absolute doozy. Absolute doozy. Alright, let me uh let me let me focus here for a little bit and not be a complete waste of space um let's see all right uh nope not that not that not that tweet this one wow 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 all right got the stuff shared over here that's good all right let's Let's share this in a few other places. Na 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 na
Good morning, lovelies. How we doing? All right. Now, here's a predicament, right? I'm making the French press right now for my coffee. But I did indeed forget the creamer in the kitchen. So, when this French press is done, I will have to leave for a little bit to go get the creamer. And then I will return, just like Thanos. All right. I'm just going to quickly make this and uh, we'll be good. You know what I'm saying? But how's everyone's day going? How's how's everyone doing? Hope everyone's having a nice a nice morning. Hope hope everyone's nice and well rested. You know. Let me know. Uh, let me know how you're doing. You know, we got plenty of topics. Yes, Starks. Yeah, this is Starks. Uh, this is gonna be the new uh, time for Cross Circle, I believe. I'm pretty sure. So. Yep, yep. But we got plenty of topics to talk about. What's up, Biski? How you doing in the chat, bro? Appreciate you. Um, okay, so Discord message I'll check that in a little bit. Oh, Starks, what's wrong, buddy? Starks, you know what I'm saying? I I had low key a rough weekend, so I kind of feel you on that, bro. I feel you on that, G. Well, we'll doing good, a little tired. Yeah, no, I am very tired. I woke up about I woke up about uh 45 minutes ago or something like that. Um. And yeah, man, I'm just tired, man. School, work, it's a lot, but we out here, we out here doing this. I haven't played Borderlands three in like a few days. I miss Borderlands three, man. So sad. I did play some Switch games though. I did, I did get some Switch games in, and I and I did play a really good iOS game that we will talk about probably on the show. I think maybe I don't know, but um, I did play some games, just not Borderlands three, unfortunately. But uh, hopefully, I can get some time in today. Um, I gotta do some. I gotta do some homework, but it shouldn't be that much, and I should be able to play a little bit if I can carve out some time, so hopefully, but read the title, boys, let me know what you guys think about those specific topics, and uh, yeah, man, yeah, I'm just not in the state right now. Yeah, no, Sarge is cool, like, if you want, we, we could chop it up later on Discord, bro, if you need to talk. Bro, I got you, G. No worries. No worries. Oh, and Starks, I do have to talk to you about Road to Part 2. Um, there, I think it's going to be a change in when it's getting posted. I think it'll work out better overall. Uh, so, I think we're going to put Road to Part 2 out a little bit sooner than next Wednesday. Than, like, the next Wednesday, if that makes sense. So, yeah. I'll let you know when we talk later. It's all good, but... All right, boys, I'll be right back. I'm going to get um, creamier for this, and I'll be right back. I'll be right back, lovelies. Be right back. Don't go nowhere. Don't go nowhere. Don't leave.
You guys leave? Hopefully not. Hopefully not. What's going on, lovelies? Ah, Aaron, I know it was a chair for about 30 seconds, okay? Calm down. All right, Aaron? Can the man go make his coffee? Is that okay? Aaron, I swear to God, Aaron. Ooh, boy. Aaron, I'm like, mmm, Aaron. See me, see me on factions, Aaron. See me on factions. You want to talk that talk. See me on factions. But let's open up Skype to see if the homie, um, the homie, oh, Christian has not called yet. Oh, yes, he definitely did call. He most definitely did call. God damn it. I suck. He most definitely did call. That's hilarious. Hello. What to do? What to do? Christian, may I get a loud scream from you to see if OBS is picking up your audio? Okay, never mind. I guess you didn't hear me. My mic was loose. Your what? My mic was loose. Oh, okay. Um, can I get a loud scream from you real quick? Ah. Uh -huh. All right. I got to figure out why you're, you don't seem low for OBS, but you seem low for me. Hmm. Um, I can still hear you, so like, it's not that big of a deal. Okay. But that's weird. Hmm. That was very odd, though. Uh, boys in the chat, let me know um, how Christian sounds. Does he sound good? Does he sound bad? Is he all right? Test, yeah. Check. One, two, three. How am I doing? How am I doing? His my, uh, levels advancing on my end. Yeah, his his levels look good on OBS. I, I just want to make sure that he sounds good for like you. Seven to nine. You're about on seven my, to nine? On my end, yeah. You are right now in the green, picking on yellow on OBS, so you should be good. Should be good. Christian, how was your weekend? Did you have a good weekend? Uh, It kind of flew by, and I didn't realize it. Mine mine flew by. I had a lot of things I did. Um, yeah, it was, it was quite interesting. Um, very fun, but interesting. Mm -hmm. All right. As Keith says, he sounds good in the chat. Shout out to you, bro. Shout out to you. Mm. But I did play a lot of games that were not PS4 games, unfortunately. Um, due to what I did Saturday night, which was go out, um, mm. as one does. Uh, I was bedridden for the entire Sunday. Sunday was not Sunday was not the day for the boy, if I may. You know, um, so I. Binge Marvel Ultimate Alliance three. Wow, phone, relax. I binged Marvel Ultimate Alliance three. Beat that game. Um, enjoyed it overall. Uh -huh. Very very good game. Um, I feel like it's it's how I, like how I put this like it's a really good game, right? But like it's not a game that's like exceptional or like anything that like that like is like a must buy for the Switch. You know what I'm saying like I feel like yeah. Celeste is a must buy for the Switch or like. Uh, Mario Maker 2 is a must-buy for the Switch. You know what I'm saying? Mario Kart, etc. But, um, you know... It's like a 7. Also, let's yeah, it's like a very, very good 7. 100%. Very, very good 7. You know what I'm saying? 
Sevens? I like sevens. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, 100%. Um, no, it's a seven. Uh-oh. What's a seven? <laughs> I'd say Infamous Second Son is a seven. Yes, precisely. I am, That's a good... I platinum that. I, I have fun with Infamous I am, I am. I am going to have to agree. Yes. I like... Yep. Second Son is indeed a seven. Um, but yeah, that was good. Yesterday... And of the weekend, I beat a little game on Apple Arcade, mm-hmm. Sayonara Wild Hearts. And I played a little bit on my Apple TV as well in my room because um, there's cross-save. I don't think that's being talked about a lot, but but there is cross-save between all your devices under your Apple ID with I mean, Apple sense. Arcade games. Yeah, and because I saw it pop up on my Apple TV because I have like automatic app, you know, downloads and stuff right. like that going. But uh, all right, bye, Starks. Uh, I'll see you later, homie. Um, I was gonna say, yeah. So I just didn't think that uh, it would work that easy, but no, it worked that easy. It was great, and it's a great game. Such a cool game. Very, very good music. I love it. I remember the trailer for this game before the Game Awards. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I was into it. That we were reacting together. I remember that was a highlight for me. I liked that. Yeah, it's 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 a really good. It's really good. It's. It's something that you could easily get through in like an hour and a half, you know, hour 45. Very, very good game. I liked it a lot. I liked it a lot. Yeah. Nice. Omar liking that Sayonara. Yeah, dude, isn't, isn't it so good? I love Sayonara Wild Hearts. That was such a good game. I won't go back and play it. Like, I'll, I played a lot of it, like, on the bus, too. On the way to class. Like, I'll just, I'll just pop it down, whatever. But that's what I played. And then a little bit more on the street, but not a lot. But you want to just, you got any, uh, any closing thoughts, Christian? Or do you want to just roll into the um, I I don't know if we're gonna get to touch on this today, but I did. Um, as we you know, last week I finished Uncharted Four. You did, indeed. Um, this weekend I played probably like two to three hours of Factions in Last of Us Remastered. Mm. So, did. I I did play Factions on PS3. I was a big fan. I didn't play it religiously. I loved the Uncharted 2 multiplayer. That was my go-to for PS3 back in the day. Right. Uh, That wasn't COD. But, yeah, Factions, I I remembered liking it. I was surprised how fast it came back to me. Um, I've yet to start up my playthrough of Last of Us Remastered yet. Mm -hmm. I'll be doing it as soon as possible. Uh, It's just every time I boot that game, I buy either just listen to that main menu screen with the window or roll into factions. I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. Um, yeah, I, I do have to start my left behind playthrough because I played through the last of us last year. I might, I might do one more go around before part Again, two. Yeah. I might, I might just cause like, why not? You know what I'm saying? Just, you, you know, um, I feel like I might do one more pass through of the single player at some point, but definitely I got to play through left behind. Um, Have you ever played it on Survivor? No, should I? My friend told me that is the way that game should be played. I know. I've heard that it's drastically different. So I think the major difference is that there's no uh, listen mode. Mm, right. Like uh, Detective Vision style. Right. Yeah, yeah. There's like none of that. I see. Which I'm interested because going back to it, I feel like... Especially after seeing it in factions again after all these years, uh-huh. 
I feel like that's a big crutch to use. So I'm interested to go back as far as like more not role playing, but like me being in a scenario, knowing what Joel knows. Ooh. Trying to survive. Right, know? right. I see. I see. Yeah, because in the in the single player, I don't remember really using listen mode that much. I know I use it a lot in factions because mm-hmm. I suck. You know, I'm on the yeah. way to being a decent. You know, actually, you know what? I wouldn't say I suck, right? I think I'm. I think it. I think I could definitely hold my own in a given factions match. Um, but yeah, I'm doing all right. Like, yeah. I, I see these level like 700s, but like I'm doing okay. I feel you, man. I feel you. But um, want to roll into the show? What? Were you gonna transition to the show, or you were saying something else? I think I'll say something, but I honestly forgot what I was saying. Shout out to Baby D in the chat. How you doing, bro? Shout out to everyone in the chat. This is going to be the new time slot, though, for Cross Circle. Okay, boys? All right, so get up and early. Get get your coffee. All right? Get your breakfast going. I was going to have breakfast, but... I was, too. I was, too, man. I was, too. I was like, do I have time to make eggs? I definitely don't. <laughs> the closest place to me stopped serving breakfast before 11. Made me mad. That's but upsetting. That's beside- I have my coffee, so let's roll the show. All right, let's do it. Cheer. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 54 of Cross Circle, the official podcast for PlayStation Source. I'm your moderator, Christian Buckley, joined at this new time slot, waking up in the morning mm. with Kevin Diaz. Yeah, I mean, last night it was like eleven thirty. I was like, Kevin, it's getting a little bit late. <laughs> you know, you gotta be up a little bit early now on Tuesday mornings, Kevin. You know, mm-hmm. wait a minute. Do you listen to Colin Moriarty? I don't. Oh, because he because his podcast go his podcast is up on Tuesdays, right? So what he usually says at the top of the show is like, you know, making your Tuesdays great again. You know what I'm saying? So here we are, making Tuesdays double grade again. You know what I'm saying? We're out here, doing the most. Um, so, like I said, new time slot. Mm-hmm. We're going to see how this goes. This is how it's going to work out, probably, for the fall release schedule for fall classes. But um, I'm kind of glad for our first week we have a reason to have moved. Because yesterday, Indeed. and in the middle of the night, we got some pretty crazy PlayStation news. I I was serving tables at work, mind my own business. Christian sends me a, a very interesting text message. I see it on my watch. Before that even, I Wait, was what? going to ask you, did you see that sometime within the last 8 to 10 hours, uh, I saw this via Wario64. What is going on? Wait, that do I know? PlayStation Now has a permanent Ooh, price. I did see that. I, I yeah. did see that. I'm very excited about that. So me, right? I am uh, still a monthly subscriber of PS Now, right? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the games I prominently played on PS Now were the Batman's most most recently. Um, I played all the Batman's through PS Now, and uh, I'm not saying that you know PS Now for everyone works great. I'm just saying from my circumstances and my internet connection, it is great. I love PS Now. It works flawlessly for me, at least. You know, I have had a game completely drop and back out maybe twice, and I've played through all the Batman games. And what was that? What was before? I played something before that. Red Dead. 
Red Dead, thank you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Red Dead as well. Probably in combination of both those two, I've pl I've dropped maybe twice. So it runs for yeah, me so very, very good. But You're a big fan of the service, right? Yeah, very big fan. And the library as well, you think it's pretty good? I, I think it's really good. I think there's a lot of stuff there and they and they um and they keep adding more stuff. Like this month they added wow, they had they added God of War, twenty eighteen, mind you, Grand Theft Auto yep. five, Uncharted Four, and Infamous Second Son. So like a lot of first parts of a lot of big Rockstar games. Um it's looking really good. Yeah, and I do have the new pricing structure and what they right. used to be if you want me to break it down. Sure, I do want to add to that those games you just listed, since those are PS4 games. Oh, right. Uh, download those straight to your system. You don't have to stream them. Indeed, yeah, yeah. You do, have to, yeah. You can download those. Uh, so what it is, and so uh, the they looks like they changed the monthly. So they went through all the pricing structures. So you can either pay through PS now, either monthly, quarterly, or yearly. And before they were twenty dollars for uh, a month. $45 for a quarter and then $100 for a year. But now the new pricing structure is going to be $10 a month, $25 quarterly, and $60 a year, which is a great, great price drop. I like that is a that's a huge I like that a lot. I think I might I, I think I might switch to the yearly one. Yeah, I was going to ask if you're planning on that. I am um, I might I might switch to the yearly honestly cuz that seems like a very very good deal. Price of one game, all all the PS Now service, yo, that's yeah. a very very good deal. Mm. I um, I tried PS Now when it, I think towards the beginning of the generation, mm -hmm. and I thought it was neat. Um, like it's the best way that I've heard Omar describe it, which I agree with for the most part, is that it's like you're playing a YouTube video at times. Yeah. Yeah, uh-huh, yeah. And that yeah. was pretty much my experience with it at the time. Right. I'm curious to go back to it, because that was like three, four years ago, maybe. Um, I, I'm interested. I might uh, splurge on a quarterly subscription. Mm. Just try mm. it out for a few months and see yeah. uh, how heavy I'm in on it. Absolutely. Because uh, I've told you about this, and when we talked about Batman, I've never played Arkham Origins. And... While I'm holding out hope that today's Game Informer cover story reveal is this WB Montreal Batman game. Dude. Tying in with an Arkham Origins remaster. Oh, this I doesn't would, happen. I would love an Origins remaster, man. Mm. When you said happen, that... it on now. When you said that last week, Origins remaster, Christmas time, December, right after Game okay. Awards over, that would be so perfect. I would play that so quickly. Oh, my God. Mm. Fire. But I, I'm loving this. And this seems to be at least what it's looking like. It definitely seems like they are trying to kind of stand toe-to-toe -to -toe with not – well, yeah. I guess low-key stand toe-to-toe -to -toe with Game Pass, you know? Mm, and I, yeah. I, you know, like it seems like they're adjusting the prices to definitely fit in even though a lot of people have made the point that, um, you know, while Game Pass costs less than PlayStation Now – PlayStation Now has way more games on the service than Game Pass. Granted, PS Now has been out for a longer time than Game Pass, you know. But still, um, people have made that case that, uh, you know, even with the old prices, PS Now was still a better deal than Game Pass. But And I believe also with Game Pass, which I still think is an advantage over PlayStation Now, is that 
any game on Game Pass you can download to your system. Hundred percent. That that's a clear bonus. Yeah, clear bonus. Yeah. Uh, I'm. I don't know if there's an answer for this. I don't know if you have any thoughts on it, but I want to mention it. I'm curious why now. You know, like if next gen comes around, and the rumors are true that you can play PS one, two, three, four games natively on the hardware on a disc right what is the need for playstation now streaming a ps3 game when i could easily just run to a GameStop or ebay order red dead and batman then i have it on a disc and i can just pop it in you know and you're playing it natively at that you're not streaming it yeah i'm not streaming it i'm yeah. not risking losing connection or anything is it just the convenience? Is this just something that they're giving players another option for? Do you think this sticks around next gen? Because they did pay a lot of money for that Gaikai service. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know if there's a clear answer there. Yeah, I mean, I think the best answer if I was like PlayStation PR trying to, you know, answer that question to you is that um, is number one the convenience and number two, you know, ten dollars for one month, you get access to over seven hundred games. Yeah, that that you can play straight up right now. You know, some you can download as your PS4, others you have to stream. But overall, you know, ten dollars access to seven hundred games. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's where they're kind of making on. But my hope is that this is kind of inkling that if they are, you know, if they are still paying attention to P, obviously they are. But like they they still somewhat seem to be open to changing PS Now's price structure, right? I really hope that with the new generation, we get a all-access PlayStation, like, play, like PlayStation Pass, right? right? Bundle in Plus, bundle in um, PS Now, maybe throw in View if you want to, like maybe the the like lowest tier of View or something like that with PS Now and PS Plus, you know? Because I would pay $100 a year if it was like, hey, you get access to View Now and Plus, um, like, you know, like, I would love that, you know, I just hope that happens at some point. Yeah, I I definitely think with the price drop, there probably will be like $100 for a year of plus and now. Yeah, you know, maybe yeah. like 110. Yeah, I uh, give you a slight discount on it. But curious to see where that leads. Yeah, uh, there's another news story about the future of PlayStation, which has me curious as well. Mm hmm. This is the one you were alluding to that yeah. I texted you about while you're at work. This one I audibly gasped at the bar when I read yeah. your text. I audible there was an audible like, no, <laughs> like no way. <laughs> like, what the? Like, um, you may proceed. So if you missed it yesterday via Twitter, I believe it was announced by PlayStation that Sean Layden, who if you're not familiar with that name, who is Sean Layden, he's the guy. That's pretty much been the face of most major PlayStation press conferences over the last generation, I'd say. He was at E3. He has a big presence at PSX. He's the guy at PSX. Um, he's the one who had the t-shirts that teased Crash Bandicoot, Medieval, uh, Wipeout. He's, uh, I would say he's like become the face of PlayStation for me. I would. You know? Definitely for me, you know, like, yeah, definitely. And I mean, he's he's the one that recently he did the Wired.com interview and was the first one application, you know, to publicly discuss the PS5 and officially like, you know, n name concrete features of 
the new PS5 and stuff like that. So he's he's definitely in my eyes too, like the forefront, you know, the like main face, if you will, you know. Yeah, and I remember when it, I saw him for like the first time. I want to say like maybe E3 2013 or 14 is when I saw him like first. Like, who's this guy? Right. Uh, after Jack Trenton. Shout out Jack uh, Trenton. Shout out. Walked away him. from the game. Um, I remember I was like, okay, this guy's all right, and then. As time went on, I was like, oh, he's really, like, growing as a public figure, I'd say. Mm-hmm. And I just really like his attitude. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. he's very matter-of-fact. He's very no-nonsense, but in a way that's, like, playful. There is one thing I don't like, though. What's up? I think it was PSX 2016, I think. The last PSX, he came out with a gray beard. I do not feel that beard. I don't know what it is. You know, I, I know. like the beard on him. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm not used to it. I don't. I don't feel it. You know. Maybe if it was the same color as his hair, I would like it a little more. Nonetheless, I really care how the man looks. But the beard, eh, you know, it's all good. But you may proceed. So, um, and like recently, he's been pretty outspoken about his distaste for E3. Um, he was very vocal about that with uh, the Greg Miller interview from PSX. Mm-hmm. Which I can't say I blame him for having that opinion based on everything we've talked about E3 over the last week or two. Yep, last episode. Check it out. Right? Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, he is moving on. It seems like the tweet was like wishing him well. They were like, hey, he's stepping away. Thank would, you for everything you did, Sean. Would you like me to read it real quick? Go I have for a it, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> this is from PlayStation's official Twitter. Came out last night uh, at 4.05. Well, last afternoon, if I may. It is with great emotion that we announce that Worldwide Studios Chairman Sean Layden will be departing Sony. What is the I? Interactive Entertainment. Dang it. Sony Interactive Entertainment. His visionary leadership will be greatly missed. We wish him success in future endeavors and are deeply grateful for his YouTube service. Thanks for everything, Sean. Very odd. Very, very weird tweet. Yeah, so one Greg Miller, who both of us are familiar with. I'm sure people listening are familiar with Greg Miller since he's a PlayStation guy. Indeed. Uh, he commented on this, saying that something felt off. He's been covering PlayStation for over a decade. He knows how they operate, how they make announcements. And he said that this was something that he, su- he said this could be like completely just false and him looking into it too much. But he's like, hey, something about this doesn't seem very PlayStation. I don't know what it is. Uh, it doesn't sound like it's a like controversy or like it turns out he's a horrible guy. It doesn't sound like that to him. He was saying that, like, maybe he took a job with a competitor. Maybe there is just, like, a health problem that's going on or, like, something that's just causing an abrupt way to depart. Because yeah. I think he also mentioned that some companies, like, there's no two weeks notice for positions like Sean's. I have a it's quote like, right here if you want me to read it. Yeah, go for reference it. it. Uh, I won't read all of them if you want me to, but that one thing about the um, two weeks. He says maybe he took a job with a competitor i know some jobs won't take two weeks notice in that case you leave that day so okay. he was saying that like you know if you like you said like if you go to a competitor there is no two weeks for you you know yeah but so um there's a couple things i want to hit on with the sean Layden thing firstly like thank you sean oh shout, shout out sean shout out the boy big fan yeah. big fan i'm gonna miss him and I, I'm trying to think, like, is there anyone from, like, the late PS3 era that's at PlayStation anymore? 
Is it Shuhei? Shuhei's the only one left. Or, well, it's, it's Shuhei, Mark Cerny. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mark's still there. Uh, Yoshida's still there. I'm trying to think uh, Andrew House left An- last year. Andrew House is gone. Mm-hmm. I remember that. Uh, Jack Trenton's gone. Kevin mm-hmm. Butler's gone. Remember so, Kevin Butler? Shout out Kevin Butler, man. I want Kevin Butler back so bad. Um, <laughs> so, the chat has been uh, mentioning the the big three. You know, Reggie fils walked away from Nintendo earlier this year. Mm-hmm. Sean Layden's walking away from PlayStation. Uh, Phil Spencer is the last bastion, I guess, of the past few... Uh... Oh, Phil Spencer came on this gen, didn't he, for Xbox? Yeah, it was It was like 2015. It was like halfway into Xbox One, I think, or right at the start of Xbox One. Yeah, it was, I think it was like a year and a half in or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's when they like... kind of switched their whole, like... TV, 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 TV to, to like, oh, we make games. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, by the uh-huh. way. By the way, guys. <laughs> so, yeah, I, th- I think as far as Phil Spencer goes, I'm not an Xbox expert, but Phil probably, based on uh, the interview I heard with him, let me shut my window real quick. It's all good. It's all good. The interview I listened to of Phil Spencer with Jeff Gerstmann at E3 this year, which was very entertaining. I recommend that highly. Is very candid. Um, it sounds like he still has a lot he wants to get done mm. with Xbox, as far as like just talking about this generation of leaders retiring. Right, right. Um, and we don't know if Sean's retiring. We we don't know if he's going somewhere else. But oh, that was a good correction by Omar in the chat. Yeah, I know Phil's been at the company for a long time, but he got that head position during Xbox One phase. Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But, uh, hmm, it's, yeah. I feel, I mean, I feel like I'm with Greg here because I know we've had plenty of other people from PlayStation leave and there's usually like, you know, hey, he's departing at this date, you know, right. and it's a few months out, mm-hmm. maybe like a few weeks out at minimum, but definitely some time in between, you know, like there's a transition phase. They probably appoint someone else to take over the role and stuff like that. Um, and I don't think yet we know who's taking over his position. No, like, I, I haven't yeah. looked tons since this happened, but I haven't seen anything about a replacement or a, um, a, a temporary one. Like, I haven't heard anything about that. Yeah, I'm scrubbing through, I'm scrubbing through Push Square. I don't, don't see anything. Um, but that's why I think, like, there's definitely sums up, you know? So, with that being said, I know we were talking a little bit last night, right? If if Greg's, you know, tweets are meant not obviously we don't know if it's hundred percent true, but like if we were to take it as fact that uh, you know, because it seems like he didn't get a two week notice or it seems like he, he didn't get a little uh transition period and he is going to a competitor, which competitor do we think that he's yeah, going to Yeah, I wanted to, you know to I wanted saying? to bring that up yeah. like we know Stadia has Phil Harrison right now. Mm-hmm. So I think they're probably set. Yeah, unless Bill Harrison's leaving or something. Yeah, but they haven't even launched yet. I would figure that the guy who's spearheading it is going to stick around at least to launch. You would hope. <laughs> yeah, you would one, hope. one would hope, right? Um, like, yeah. there's already so many questions about if Google's going to support Stadia a year out. So, like, if the guy at the head of the ship jumps ship, you know, not a good look. There there are two things that I'm so interested in the industry that's happening right now. And they're both happening in November. Death Stranding and Stadia. I'm so interested. 
I don't know what's going to happen with those two. But, um, yeah, I know privately when me and you were talking last night, that was my first guess. Like, oh, probably Stadia, you know. But then you brought up, ah, oh, they have someone. So probably, yeah, that that's probably a bad look, right? <laughs> I mean, right. Um, but, hmm. I, I do think it's fun because you did bring this up earlier. You were talking about Apple Arcade. And it seems like the consensus from a lot of people is that Apple Arcade is a really cool thing. Do you think he could work at Apple and, like, sort of lead the games division? I think there could be something really cool there. If he went to Apple Arcade, I'd be really excited, right? Because yeah. um, I've been messing with Apple Arcade for, for like, a few days now, um, mainly with Wild Hearts. Um, and I love the notion of it because, like, I mean, it 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 just removes the need for mobile games to have those like ah gotcha mechanics and you know uh you know loot box-esque type of uh mechanisms so that you know they could stay afloat right and it kind of takes that burden off of them and like there's a there's a route for money to come in you know that that doesn't make the app devs have to do these things to get money from external things that makes sense so I like Apple Arcade right now a lot, and I think that it could be really cool with Sean Layden's connections to, to different devs. I know, obviously, uh, mainly they would his ties would be to PlayStation devs, and they wouldn't make Apple Arcade games, right? But maybe, maybe some teams from the PlayStation Mobile era. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I like, was I was gonna say that, um, and I'm not sure if you could check this. I, I don't know if Apple Arcade does have somebody like the head honcho right now, like a Phil Harrison or um, somebody that would like lead the charge to make this a big initiative for them. I don't know if there's anybody at the head of Apple Arcade that's like well versed in the industry. You know, that's why I'm thinking Sean could step in. But that's a great question. I'm I'm looking. Keep filling there. I'm looking. I'm gonna try to figure it out. <laughs> I don't know if I'll go to figure it out, but let's say hypothetically he does go to Apple Arcade. I do think the name of Sean Layden and the fact that previously for the first like three years of this generation, PlayStation was going hard with indies mm-hmm. and that kind of fell off. Uh, if you see Sean Layden going to this new platform that does benefit smaller titles, mm. smaller scale titles, mm-hmm. then maybe. You have some of those indie devs that did kind of get the cold shoulder from PlayStation, see a new opportunity for this new platform. Maybe he could court people that they did have working relationships with in the past. And maybe there's a, <clears throat> excuse me, maybe there's something there. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. Cause I know I have, I have heard that a lot too. And like I've seen that firsthand too, where like this, uh, this generation specifically, you know, there's been kind of less of an emphasis on indies. You know what I'm saying? Not, not on the PlayStation side. At least. Um, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. For the, the past few side. years of this generation, because up front it was heavy. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. And now those seem to have gone to Switch, and then perhaps Apple Arcade is the next platform where indies thrive. I don't yeah. know. I'm, I'm very curious. I've heard a lot of discussion about Apple Arcade this week. Um, have you tried it yet? No, I haven't yet. But I did hear that you can connect a PS4 controller to an iPhone now. You can. Very easily. You can. And even better, you can connect a controller to like an iPhone or an iPad and do remote play. And I do want to try that. You know, I do want to try things out. But like, uh, it's 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 really cool. 
it's good. But um, I definitely think you should try try Apple Arcade for sure this week if you can. Yeah, I want I want to try it out if I have a chance. First um, month's free. First month's free. Oh, and you can cancel that. Yep, first month's free, and you can cancel it before the next month reups if you don't want to pay. Yep, it's all good. But uh, closing out on the Sean Layden discussion, if you have nothing else to say, do you have a favorite Sean Layden memory? Oh my God, when oh. when he and Phil, okay, I was watching the kind of funny reactions, right? When he and Phil crashed Bandicoot. <laughs> That was one of the hypest things I've ever seen. I don't have really that many times to crash, but seeing Tim freak out over crash was the funniest thing I've ever seen. Like hands down, that was that was great. Also, um, I like the Wired.com interview. You know, mm-hmm. I thought that like he just he definitely was very bold and like how uh, you know obviously he got the clear to say what was available on PS5 and stuff like that and the features, but I like that. It was him and his delivery that that gave that news. You know, I just I just really have a lot of re I just have a lot of respect for Sean overall. You know, I think mm-hmm. he's great. But um, I really liked E three twenty sixteen. That's the same one as the Crash Bandicoot one. Fire. I um, I liked a lot of because the thing is he wasn't in that conference a ton because it was lots of trailer, trailer, orchestra, orchestra. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought his little uh monologue after the god of war demo talking about how playstations for everyone because that was also the same weekend as the 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 pulse nightclub shooting he was a very like considerate of the event i believe he was one of the only executives to bring it up and like honor that on stage right um i thought that was really cool of him uh i loved also towards the end of the presentation when he walked out he's like Man, if you ever get a chance to walk out on stage playing an orchestra, do it because that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I liked that moment too. And um, <clears throat> the reveal of The Last was Part Two because, like, he knows, mm. you know, at that PSX, he's like, "All I'm gonna say, thanks for coming and enjoy." God, like, he knows. No, he's he's a cool guy. So good, so good. So, sometimes I go back and watch. Like E3 highlights, you know, and like a lot of them he's. I, I rewatch E3 press conferences a couple of times. Pretty, too. yeah, yeah, pretty a lot, yeah. I watch them a lot. I love it. That 2016 but. one is like a show. That like, one's a I banger. Rewatch that one. God, oh. I love. We gotta do a show just looking back at our top ten moments of E3 at some point because. Oh, sure, yeah. I love E3 2016. E3 2013 was fire, you know. 2015 too. That 2015 was, a good one. was fire. Yeah. So um. Good. So good. But yeah, E3 oh, also, 2019 was. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Sean Layden likes Monster Hunter a lot, so mm. shout out to him for that. Mm. Mm. But um, I'm gonna miss him. R.I.P. Yeah, I'm. I'm excited to see what he does next. Mm-hmm. Moving on though. I thought I was gonna have a lot of things to say about this next topic, but man, I don't. <laughs> Dude, we will figure it out, man. It's all good. It's all good. Um. So over the weekend, players around the world, may, or at least the United States, I know, got a chance to try out Tom Clancy Ghost Recon Wild. Oh, Sorry, Ghost this Recon topic. Oh, I thought you were talking about the other one. Okay, this oh, topic. Oof. I see. I forgot. Last night when you were talking about topics, I forgot that we were going to cover this. Mm. Ghost Recon Breakpoint is my biggest disappointment <laughs> this year. Oh 
no. Now, maybe in the last three years. Would you like to preface be before we go into breakpoint, right? Sure. Your your absolute love affair with Wildlands. You know, I know you were a big fan of it. You want to talk about sevens? Ghost Recon Wildlands is the best seven I've played this generation. Damn, damn. I love Wildlands. It is a blast. It's so much fun. It's just, just like cheesy military popcorn mm-hmm. and it's just like the f- dumbest thing ever but it's like it's so fun scoping out a base go- playing with a buddy clearing them all out taking like an hour to do it n- like no alarms going off ghost recon wildlands is amazing i love that game right one of my favorite experiences for multiplayer this generation so when they announced ghost recon breakpoint earlier this year i was like Hell yes. Another Ghost Recon this generation. I thought we were going to have to wait so long. I was texting my buddy I played Wildlands with. I was like, dude, we're getting this day one, rolling through this thing. He got in the to the private beta. Uh-huh. I did not. Right. He said I he see. only played like an hour or so of it, and he said that they did make a lot of changes. And I was like, okay, that's interesting. And I heard that the camera's closer. Obviously, they really touched on... The more military accuracy, I guess. Okay, right. I see. And I was like, this could be cool. You know, like, I like the dumb, over-the-top military aspects of the first one. So, like, if they really lean into that, sure, why not? Ghost Recon Breakpoint has an identity crisis. Oh, no. Oh, God. That it's trying to be so many different things at once, and it doesn't do any of them particularly well. That's that's yeah. quite upsetting. Yeah, just like it 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 really hurts the overall package. So I played for about two hours. Okay. And then I immediately deleted it. Shoot. So it got the axe. Yeah. Damn. Uh, it was like thirty gigs. I was gonna download something else instead. It was a thirty. Damn. Well, I mean, I don't even out of your front because like I know a lot of games are thirty gigs at this point, but damn. Well, that was a beta that was thirty gigs. Is like so. I mean, the gunfight 2v2 was, like, 30 gigs, and it was literally, yeah. like, two maps that were, like, yeah. not even big. It was so weird. But So, what? I think my biggest... So, what they do with Breakpoint is they preface this, you're nomad, you're the ghost leader. Right. You're, you're in a new environment. It's a fantasy environment now. This is a made-up land where the CEO is making these drones and tech and stuff like that. It's his okay. private island, and he has this uh, former ghost, played by John Bernthal, uh-huh. leading his militaristic security for the island. Right. Um, there's a team of ghosts that gets lost in this area. Your job is to go find them, rescue them, get out. Okay. You go there, this swarm of, like, mini-drones that looks like a swarm of, like, locusts, uh attacks your helicopter interesting and you crash and then it's just you and your squad trying to survive on the island figuring out what's going on Hmm. so from there you get an introduction it's like okay here's how you play the game here's how the guns work here's how stealth works and it's like yeah some of this is familiar i played wildlands but when you progress it's just like it's so much more it's a closer camera um it's 
a clunkier game. You feel heavier, and I don't know if that's because of the military aspects, but it doesn't feel as fun to control. Vehicles don't feel as fun and feel like they can't lend to funny moments, you know? Because, like, with Wildlands, it was like, hey, if I'm on this motorcycle going down a hill, if I hit a twig, I'm going flying, like, four football fields. And that's fun. That's funny. <laughs> Breakpoint <laughs> is like, hey, I'm on a motorcycle, right? And then I just, like, run to, a, like, a boulder <laughs> instead of just, like, sl- like sliding around it. Right. I just, like, full-on, like, slide slam into the boulder, and it's like, well, my, all my momentum's gone now. Got to back up. Like, you know how when you back up in a video game on a motorcycle? It's super slow and awkward. It's the slowest thing ever. It's the slowest thing ever. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm going uphill. Like, it's stuff like that. It's like they made, I think they made so much of an effort to make this feel more realistic, more of a military sim with, like, the way your healing works, with the way you just maneuver around everything, that it sacrifices the fun of it. Because it doesn't feel good to control. Mm. Shooting feels fine, but it's a stealth game, so you're not going to do a ton of shooting. You know, you're going to do like silenced shooting and like using your drone a lot, scoping things out. And I don't know, man. It's like they're taking a ton of cues from the division. Like, there's a lot of really, really in depth progression and skill trees gadget unlocks there's a gear menu go if there's anything that didn't need a gear menu it was ghost recon <laughs> you know now kevin magna chat ask uh did you play with friends or solo i did play with a buddy okay i see so it was me and him rolling gotcha. around the map gotcha gotcha now so, is it so i guess like the main pulp of the issue here is that it It tried to evolve itself to be a little bit more realistic and, like you said before, take certain cues from Division, which I, which that heightened me because I like Division a lot. But it sounds like what Wildlands was was not Division, and that was the point. Like, like yeah, that's, and that's, that's what why, made it good. Right. That's why I was excited for Ghost Recon Breakpoint because earlier this year Division 2 did come out, and I was tempted, but I was like, the reason I didn't get Division 1 was because there was that like, dissonance of... If I have a shotgun and I shoot some guy in the head, he should die. Right. I see. Which Division doesn't do. That's fine. Yeah. You know? But that's not what I'm looking for with a game like this. God, I love Division. God. Now you said Division, man. I got all, I got all hot and bothered. Mm. And that, <laughs> that uh, disconnect isn't really here. Like, weapons do the damage they should in my head. But it's like making so many concessions as far as, like, your, your PowerPoint, your gear, your... Like, you got a blue gun. Now you got a better gear. You got this thing. You got upgrades. There's so many menus. <laughs> Gave me a headache seeing how many menus there were and just navigating everything. The UI is just, oof. And it's got, like, a Destiny style, I, which I love Destiny. I don't right, like. I like Destiny. No, let's. I don't like that cursor thing, dude. I, yeah. Whenever a game does that, I can't stand it. I can tolerate it for Destiny. Okay, fine. Right? Yeah. It's been there since the jump. I, I can tolerate it. I thought it. it worked fine in Odyssey. Yes. Odyssey, I was okay with Actually, it. Assassin's Creed Odyssey. You're right. Ubisoft game. 100%. I don't know why that worked out, but you're right. I don't have an issue with Odyssey 1. But Destiny, I can just tolerate it. But any other game, if I see it in there, I can't stand that. It was in it was in uh, Modern Warfare, I think. No, it was in Black Ops Four. 
Couldn't mm-hmm. stand that Black Ops 4. Could not stand it. I think it's a Modern Warfare too. Yeah. I forgot. But I hate well, that shit. It's tragic. But basically where I'm landing on is like they're they're going for too many things and none of them fit together. Like there's a raid now. I thought there was, it was gonna be cool. Like, oh sweet, we're on this like island, we're gonna do like a stealth raid. That's awesome. Okay, okay. Hearing them talk about it in game was like, this isn't exciting, this isn't cool, this just sounds <laughs> like a way to make this game a living service like division. Right. Um and the crazy thing, the thing that, like, really made me just, like, I'm done. Oh, shit. So, I, I mentioned with Wildlands, the story was, like, very B-movie, military, like, oh, the drug cartel is doing this thing, let's, hoorah, let's go kill this guy. Right. And that's fun. With this, it's, like... They're going so hard on making it feel like a military sim. That's the impression I'm getting from playing this game. But the cutscenes, ugly. And also, like, the dialogue is like the most wooden, doofy, goofy thing in the world. Like, they're talking about drone swarms and... Even from John Bernthal, though? John Bernthal was like, had one line. And he's, I'm convinced, like, he's probably going to have, like, three cutscenes throughout that entire game, then at the end you kill him. That's so upsetting. Because, like, uh, how much they played up John Bernthal. Yeah, well, I mean, like, even the villain in Wildlands didn't even show up close until close to the end after the beginning of the game. Hmm. So, hmm. like, yeah, man, it's just, like, the dialogue is so cheesy that it just doesn't fit with how hardcore they're trying to be, like, accurate. Right. And making it accurate makes the game less fun for me and that's, it's just all these things falling apart that is tragic that's tragic so because i know this is one of your big games yet that you were looking for in the fall so yeah. where are we at right now in terms of purchase are we oh, i'm not getting this thing damn <laughs> he's like no we're good he's like take nah, that. dude they take no that away <laughs> oh man tragedy tragedy and it's it's crazy because this is a beta but like also the game comes out this week yeah what what, what, what? it comes out this friday october what? 4th that's scummy as fuck <laughs> that's fucking scummy <laughs> so like yeah it's a beta and like it's yeah that's that that's that's not beta that is the uh <laughs> that's the that's exactly. that is like, that, that, that is the I, game good sir it's either a demo for the full game that just means the game is really rough the roughest ubisoft game i've played this generation because i think they've done a great job this gen look back at some of the episodes that we've talked about fire a lot of my favorite games this generation have been from ubisoft i think they're the best third-party developer this gen 100 best publisher Mm -hmm. love them division 2 watch dogs 2 i know you don't watch dogs 2 but watch dogs 2 ac odyssey origins fire fire you most the far cries i had a lot of fun Mm -hmm. with Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, man, like it's Damn. either way, it's uh, just a bad situation because it's either a demo for a game that's buggy, broken, and just ugh, or it's a really old build for a game they're using to demo a game that comes out within a, like a week and a half of when this beta was out. Which you would think either they would do. Yeah. That's a bad look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a bad look. So mm. they, I'm glad I got a chance to play it because I was in on this game. And if I bought this, I would have been even more upset. Yeah, I saw it on the old dashboard on PS Store. And I was like, you know, should I? 
this is a hard pass. I will play the division two before I play breakpoint. Damn, and I was like, nah. I'll just let Boy Street keep keep sucking my soul till you know. Yeah. yeah. So, hmm. damn. Hate to hear it, man. Hate to hear it. So if you're excited for Ghost Recon coverage, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do that to myself. Wait, I really want to see where where this was on your top ten anticipated games. So I really want to see where it was. Give it a look. Well, the thing is, we didn't know it was coming this year until oh, E3. Oh, no, we didn't. Oh, shit. Yeah, you're right. Damn. That's absurd. It would have been, like, probably top five. Mm. But mm. not anymore. Uh, I did, like, closing off on this, like, multiplayer oriented discussion i guess though uh today's the launch of destiny 2 shadow keep it is i wanted to ask I, you about this yeah yeah i hopped into destiny 2 again how was it how i was think it? the night the night of ghost recon breakpoint i was like man no and I downloaded <laughs> destiny 2. no <laughs> and um uh my destiny one guardian day one of destiny one is a warlock in okay. Destiny 2, I was like, I'm going to play Titan. Right. I, I still have my Warlock in here, but I was going to play Titan. Shout out to Titans. Was good, homies. Shout out to Titans. I've always meant Titan so, day one. But I, I was feeling nostalgia, and I was like, man, I miss my Warlock. I love that guy. He's a green exo with a purple horn. He's got a cool, like, scar in his face. Fire. Love that thing. Fire. So I didn't play through Osiris or Warmind with my Warlock. Hmm. So I played through both of those DLCs over the weekend. I was like, man, this game is just fun to play. Absolutely. And I played through with my buddy. I was like, hey, you want to run through Warmind? I know you didn't run it with a character. I'm running it with my guy. I didn't do it yet with. So we ran through Warmind. I thought Warmind was cool. Uh, at my local Walmart, there was a Forsaken on sale for 20 bucks. Thought about it, but I have store credit on the PSN, so I might just buy that uh, the expansion there. Is it on sale right now? Because I'll give it 20 bucks. Before so, I even get Shadow Keep, because I've played. Okay, I think I've, I've definitely played through Osiris, mm-hmm. and then Warmind. I think I either beat or I'm halfway through. I War believe Mind I'm half. I believe I'm halfway through. I think I just dipped my toes and just like, eh, I'm good, you know. But yeah, over the past few weeks, we've that we talked about that. Like, I felt this. I have felt this calling in the void. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Somewhere in the dark ether, if you will. You know. Because. Yeah. There's like a lot of games out that are calling for my soul, you know. Right now, Borderlands Three has it, right? It, mm-hmm. it has has its grasp pretty tight on me, but I feel the calling of Destiny, you know. Man, it felt so nice to play Destiny Two again. I love Destiny. Destiny's like, really good. It's a it really has its ups game. and downs, but man, I have such a place in my heart for those it's, two games. It's fucking good. I'm gonna have to agree. The gunplay is great, but um, do I give in, Christian? Do I just give in? So. It's interesting because today's the launch of Shadowkeep, and it it's is. also the launch of New Light. So it if is. you're listening, you haven't played Destiny 2 before, you can now play Destiny 2 base game, uh, Warmind, sorry, Osiris, Warmind, uh, Crucible, most of their multiplayer modes, Strikes, all that's free. I miss I miss Crucible too, man. Crucible was Dude, really fun. Crucible is fun as fuck. Now, I do have a question for you. Yeah. I don't know if you saw, but I saw last night on Twitter, um, IGN posted a comparison of the original intro from Destiny 1, and I guess it's in New Light. Yeah, Dude, I, did, I just... didn't watch this. Yeah, so... I heard about it. Yeah, it's the same intro, it's just updated, and it's like a little bit changed, and it looks better and everything. Um, 
and my thought was like, wait, is there Destiny One content in New Light? That 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 so. can't be true, right? Okay, no, yeah, 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 that can't be. So it was just the intro for new players that haven't played Destiny at all. I guess right. to kind of like get them caught the speed. Okay, gotcha. I was really confused. I was like, is there Destiny? I'm like, right. did they just throw Destiny One shit in here too? But nah, I forget it wasn't. So if you do play New Light and you want to finish catching up, and this is the situation that you and I are in right now, because we've played all the year one Destiny content, Destiny right. 2 content. We'd have to buy Forsaken, which you could buy on disc, if it's on a 20 bucks at a Walmart near you. You have Forsaken, and then you will get the annual pass for free as a part of this new free-to-play model, because... The way it works is if you own Forsaken, just Forsaken, and you didn't buy the annual pass, which is like new content that continues to flesh out uh, the expansion, they will now give you that new content for free if you own Forsaken. Hmm. But the only way to buy Forsaken digitally is a $25 package, which is everything in one. So it's like you're not really saving much, but like it's 25 bucks. Yeah, I, I'm looking I'm at it right now. About yeah. Right because I know and uh, I'm trying to think about this um okay so the forsaken $25 collection does come with war mind and Osiris and then yes. this purple thing I, I don't know what that is I don't know what this is I think this, that's forsaken no purple, that can't be true purple oh wait hair, yeah hair, that's Cade you're right I'm sorry yeah you're right okay cool yeah so you are wait the Forsaken annual pass. So the Forsaken annual pass is that what came after Forsaken? Yes. What the hell came came after Forsaken? Uh, a new multiplayer mode, uh, some new uh, public oh. events, stuff like oh. that. Like very small things to extend the flesh out the world and stuff like that. It wasn't necessarily like expansions, quote unquote. Right. It wasn't like a Warmind size thing. It was like uh. three small things that probably add up all together to the size of one of the smaller expansions. I see. I see. Because I know we were talking about it over the summer. 104 gigabyte save? What? 104 gigs? All right, bro. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, like, I know throughout the summer we were talking about it, and it was like 40 bucks, you know? I was like, oh, kind of stupid, you know what I'm saying? And then Shadowkeep is, I believe, $40, I'm assuming, right? I think Shadow Keep is a full sixty. No way! Don't tell well, me that. No, no, no. Because listen, I'm I'm not gonna defend it. But one, Bungie's independent now. That's fair. Um, two, it's the size of a like Rise of Iron. Okay. So like it's it's meaty enough that it's adding a lot. It's a brand new environment. They brought the moon back. It is thirty five dollars. Shadow Keep's only thirty five. Uh, a coin, a coin, ran to the PS Store. Does he do Shadow Keep full game released October first, twenty nineteen? Is thirty five dollars, which is quite surprising, if I may. Wait, let me. Yeah, no, I'm wait. buying so much Destiny. <laughs> let me, let me see it. So here, yeah, there's a digital deluxe edition that is going to be. Let me check. Is that one sixty? And does that include an annual pass? I think that's what I'm thinking. Oh, the annual pass for yeah. yeah so the, the so the digital deluxe is sixty dollars. And it does it come with an annual pass? Let's see. Season pass for season of the undying. Yep. Interesting. Interesting. So that's for the this upcoming year stuff. I believe, I believe right? So. Okay. Interesting. Very interesting. 
I don't know what you'd be more inclined to get, though. Huh. Hmm. Well, I'm going to start with getting Forsaken. I if think I am. I'm going to... If if I do jump in... If I do jump in, excuse me, I'm going to finish Warmind, which I'm pretty sure I didn't finish yet. I'm not sure if I did or not. Um, and then I had to look into also, like... Because I know there's ways to get your character up to light level pretty quickly. Yeah. You know? So I got to look into that more. I don't know if you have any I'll, insight on that, but... I'll add to this, too. Um... If you're listening and you're hearing us talking about all these expansions, uh, I, I'm pretty sure I haven't looked into it a ton, but I know Bungie was like, if you want to make Destiny a thing, you can just hop back into or hop into for the first time. So I believe with the new light, there's an option that lets you hop up to max light level, which I believe right now is 750 pre-Shadow Keep. Right. And then you can just roll right into Shadow Keep if you want to. But you don't okay. have to pay for Shadow Keep. Yeah, right. Right. So there are options to like jump to whatever content you want to, I think, is like what one of the big things they were talking about this summer from what I was like loosely following with the, the game. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man, I think Destiny might have me again. Damn. Damn. I, I might jump in and beat Warmind this week. I might. I might if just I'm free, I will fire team up with you, and if we want a third, I know my friend will be available. Let's do it. I'm down. I'm down. Yeah, I'll we'll just do it. Um, interesting. I didn't think we talked about Destiny that much, but uh, I didn't either. And I'm. I was gonna say uh, the other topic we have is Uncharted Four inspiration for Last of Us Part Two. Right. Would you be open to saving this? For an episode of Road to Part Two, I'm that will guest on. That's what I was about to say. Yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna change the title of this whole episode. Yeah. <laughs> we'll talk. I do have to head out pretty soon. Yeah, we'll put Disney Warmind in there, and I mean, uh, Disney uh, uh, um, Shadow Keep in there. I'm shocked it's thirty five dollars still. I and thought it'd be too. forty. Honestly, I thought I was I... prepared to like, if I had to drop sixty on that thing. Damn, you were just ready to go, huh? Ready I had a go. good weekend, man. I had a good weekend with Destiny. I feel you. I feel you. I might do it. Oh, uh, completely not gaming related. Spider-Man's back in the MCU. That was cool. Yes. That was cool. Couldn't be a side note. But there we go. Uh, and then still playing through Borderlands 3. Still chugging along on that. Still loving it. Still enjoying the hell out of it. There was a very, very neat uh, poke at... Not like poking the ballet, but just like nod to uh, Telltale. Not not really a big spoiler. Did you? I did tweet, tweet about it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, saw I loved that was, it. That was cute. I loved it. I thought that was like the best thing. I was like, yes, that is that that is the content I'm looking for. Hundred percent. Very very good. But all right. Well, I think that's gonna do it for episode fifty four cross circle. I'm gonna have to agree. Packed packed episode. A lot of things went. Yeah. A, a lot of things went down. But Christian, where can the people find you? If you want to follow me, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Chris and Buckley. Uh, this Friday, mm. the first episode of Jedi Knights, a Star Wars review. Excuse me, a Star Wars retrospective review podcast. Uh, me and my friend Mike Connors are reviewing every Star Wars movie leading up one week to Episode Nine. Can't wait! So uh, look out for that on podcast services and YouTube.com/slash EnjoyClicks. Cannot wait! Also, you uh, started a new series, Chun Up. Don't even want to plug that. Did yeah, that's a editorial where I'm pretty much going to talk about whatever I want for like ten minutes a week. Fire, fire. Uh, lots of production went into it. 
I'm proud of it. So if you want to check it out, you can check that out too on Joy Clicks. Hell yeah, hell yeah. And me, follow me at the KDS123 on Twitter. Follow me on there. Uh, of course, I'm still here on PlayStation Source. We'll be uh, doing some. We have some interesting topics this week. You know, I do want to play through Medieval. I want to. Okay. I want. I want to do that. I just want to check it out. You know, I've never played the the original Medieval. I don't know if you did, but I'm not. Definitely want to check it out. Um, some interesting stuff with PlayStation Two that we have not discussed yet on the channel, but we do definitely want to. Mm-hmm. That thing with the storefront, how they're going to sell their own stuff. I think that's interesting stuff. You know, yeah. there's some interesting stuff going on for the turn of the of the uh, generation that could be very interesting. But definitely keep up there. Of course, Road to Part 2. We're actually probably going to reschedule Road to Part 2 as well because we were recording on Thursdays and posting it the following Wednesday and was a very awkward thing to do, you know? So I think Road to Part 2 might be a weekend podcast. I think we might put it up on Saturday or Sunday. Weekend podcasts are underrated. Yeah, I think I think that's where it might fit nicely, you know? And it might be better overall with, like, time to, re- like, recording time to post time have that less i think it might be overall beneficial so the the number of times that i've wanted i've had like an hour or two free on a weekend and i want to listen to new content from some of my favorite podcasts Mm -hmm. very high very interesting so that's really the worst the worst feeling yeah is when you're out of podcast and it's like fuck it's like Like, i found a new one it's like what am i gonna do I'll, I'll have a podcast till Monday. It's, it's, I just have to be alone in my thoughts. It's Saturday. I have to go all Sunday without a podcast. It's, it's quite upsetting, I tell you. Yeah. But we're here to fill that void, boys. I think we're going to do it. I have to talk to Starks officially. And it's really funny how I haven't talked to him yet about it. But <laughs> I'm pretty sure we're going to do that. Because we don't right. have one for tomorrow. That's the biggest thing. Gotcha. There is there is nothing for tomorrow because we posted that one on Sunday. Because it was Outbreak Day stuff. But it's all good. It's all good, boys. Fret not. Look out this weekend or on my Twitter. Okay. Well, until then. Greatness awaits. See ya.